Welcome to another episode of Practically Political. I'm Dave Spencer. And I'm Carrie Sheffield. Let's get right to it. All right, Dave. Okay, so let's go to Pennsylvania. So we know this guy Fetterman, he previously pledged to ban fracking in Pennsylvania and nationally. He wants to ban fossil fuel leasing. He's called fracking a stain on his state, even though it's a huge industry in Pennsylvania. He also said that he and socialist Senator Bernie Sanders agree on virtually every issue. And then Sanders introduced a bill uh, to ban fracking. So Fetterman also says he supports the PRO Act, which destroys small businesses, and he doesn't even know how to manage his own economic affairs. Uh, he had a $25,000 tax lien filed against him. So here's my question for you. I know that you've been critical for doc- of Dr. Oz, but isn't he just a far better choice this than this socialist train wreck? Just on policy. Well, again, you know, you... you uh... I think it's, I have to say, with a sense of humor for you to be <laughs> lecturing on the qualifications of Senate candidates based on some of the ones that you're supporting is akin to me pontificating on people running too slowly. <laughs> but, but I think sometimes you MAGA folks tend to conflate qualifications with ideology or, that you don't agree with. But putting all that aside, here's two qualifications that John Fetterman has that Oz doesn't. How about he's held public office? And he lives in Pennsylvania. There, there's a start. You know, again, I, he's definitely more liberal than uh, I would care for. Uh, but I think he's an effective politician. Really, the issue for me is whether what the issue is with the stroke. And I think that is the one fair thing that people have brought up uh, in terms of how qualified he is. And that will be decided. I think the October 25th debate is going to be one of the most important debates uh, in the country because He's got to show to the people of Pennsylvania that he's cognizant and he has not shown that yet. So being the fair person that I am, I will say, yes, if he passes that debate, then I think he'll win handily. If he doesn't, then as much as I hate to say it, but I think Oz could could uh, could win your thoughts. So you're saying that you would vote for this socialist who wants to ban fracking, who supports the PRO Act, which would basically destroy uh contracting and small businesses for people who have small business contractors. He supports the PRO Act, which is one of the most socialist union measures ever. And and he says he supports Bernie Sanders and that there's, they virtually agree on every issue. To me, I, I, I don't care. It's really about policy. So you're you're OK with with socialist policies. So you're saying, no, I, tell th- me is, if it was held today. Who no, this is this is a, a disagreement you and I have have had before. And this is where you will not, for example, uh, renounce Herschel Walker, whom we'll get to in a minute. But I think there's a point, okay, where it doesn't matter what someone's political beliefs are, okay? They have to have a basic level of qualification and a basic level of competence, okay? Do I disagree with most things that John Fetterman says? Yes. I mean, I support fracking. And I've told you many times when people like Bernie Sanders say, I'm against climate change, and we have to do something about it, but then okay, I'm but no, but you didn't answer my question, fracking. Dave. That's not being against climate change. But Dave, my point is, so saying, I don't know if I would vote. I don't know if I would vote in this election. It'd be hard for me to support Fetterman. But the bottom is, Oz is so unqualified. The only you here's a question for you: Other than kissing Donald Trump's ring, give me one qualification that Oz has to run for Senate in Pennsylvania. Give me one. He's a doctor. He yeah, knows the problems with See, socialized medicine. There are. Oh, he's a doctor. Good. Detail, the there problems, are none. 
There are none. Absolutely. So many of these candidates, all they've done is J.D. Vance in Ohio, <laughs> Walker in Georgia. All they've I'm done sorry, is pick that's Trump a huge ring. qualification. That's their only qualification. I don't know. Zero other than that. First of all, Dave. And will you I think please renounce that, that? You know what? First of all, the Constitution places no sort of your oh, litmus go. test. And to me, now it comes down to policy. And policy is substance. And substance is what really matters. And how are they going to vote when they're in Congress? That, to me, is the number one issue. And Fetterman will vote for socialism. Socialism. Well, first of all, there's a lot of things. Yeah. You know, Fetterman's also, when it comes to abortion and some other issues, he's a lot more middle of the road. But the bottom line is how qualified Fetterman is or what his views are. Uh, not how qualified. What his views are don't matter. The point is that he has a basic level of qualification. They do matter. Public office. If you don't agree with those sorry, qualifications, Dave. that's certainly you're right. Oz hasn't come out with any any policies. He hasn't said anything. I mean, he's clueless. He, he doesn't even live true. in the state. Again, you because there is no answer. You or none of the MAGA crowd who once again, you know, could conflate political views with competence or experience have given any reason or any qualifications that these three candidates have other than kissing Donald Trump's ring, because there is none. And Herschel Walker, are you finally ready to renounce him? Uh, you know, and by are the way, changing this whole thing, let me just say one thing, this whole thing about abortion, this is not the first time this has happened. That's why I say so many Republicans, they're pro-lifestyle before they're pro-life. What do I mean by that? Bob Barr, that fanatical congressman from Georgia, remember him? He paid for his estranged girlfriend to have an abortion. Even Dan Quayle, well, if it was my daughter, gee, maybe I would think twice about it. And the same thing. You know, these people are such hypocrites. Herschel Walker is against abortion, even in rape, incest, mother's life. But yet when it comes to his own life, oh, I'm of course, I'll be happy to pay for it. But to me, that's not the most damaging. And the most damaging thing is that his own son, Christian, has renounced him. This man is a troubled human being, Carrie, plain and simple. He is grossly unqualified. Again, his only qualification is kissing Donald Trump's ring. So will you finally at least say that you wouldn't vote, that, that, you'll, that you won't support him, please? So I guess we're changing to the second question. No, but, I'm, no, no. That, so here's my that's take not on... the second question that I'm asking you right now. Well, wh because, well because this question was related. about Fetterman. MAGA candidates that are unqualified. This question was about Fetterman, and you've turned it to Herschel Walker. If we want no, to I, I've topics, answered the question about Fetterman. I mean, if I had to hold you my nose, I, I would vote for Fenneman because Oz is so blatantly unqualified. I don't like Fenneman. He's way too liberal for me, but he's been lieutenant Fetterman governor. Fetterman pulled a rifle on an unarmed black voters. jogger. Okay, <laughs> he so, pulled a rifle on an unarmed black jogger okay, instead uh, of calling uh, the police. I, I don't, you so know, if we you can, want to talk about character you're and You're just getting down in the Fetterman weeds. We, I can disaster. get down in the weeds. About, That's not the weeds. You're talking okay. about character, and I'm saying if you're going to vote for the guy who pulled a rifle on an unarmed, innocent black jogger, and you're okay with that, Dave Spencer, you're going to vote oh, for okay. that. Oh, okay. So, so, and That's then, your so choice. you're okay, okay. with Herschel Walker I'm just saying, pulling a, I'm a, saying, a gun on his on his girlfriend's. His own son said he did it. So you're you're okay with that? You're going to vote for him? I'm not okay. I, I don't excuse that either. But but, I, but you I'm would but you would still vote for him. But you're the one who's no, going no, after answer character. the question. You would and I'm saying, I would. You know why? Because I believe that, uh, first of all, we've talked about his mental health. 
He's gotten mental health treatment. Yeah, and but he's I'm not going problems. to stigmatize someone who has gotten mental health treatment. I think that is not a disqualifying thing. You should be able to run for office. And I'm not going to stigmatize someone because they needed mental health care. That's the first thing. And then second of all, the uh, the claims that have been disputed about the abortion, there's uh, it's it hasn't been verified. So people make up stuff all the time. It's called an October surprise. So whether this woman is telling the truth or not, first of all, there's no evidence he's denied. How about it, his so own son? Sure that's true. Is his own son just is that just sour grapes? All I know is that his, someone's his, 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 estranged from their own kids. They are not a good individual. I don't know anyone who's estranged from their own kids who's a quality individual. So is, is his son Christian? Is, Look, is he lying? I don't know. I don't know his son. And and his son didn't say anything about the abortion. His son has, has other issues. His with son the said worse his things. And his son, his son said well, how unqualified I, he is. We're talking about the abortion. man he is. How he'd abused his, his wife and his girlfriends. How unfaithful he was. What a lousy father he was. Does that stuff matter? Uh, to me, that matters more than whether he paid for an abortion. He said that he loves his son unconditionally. And, and of course, yeah, well, what's, I, he, what's I think, he gonna say? I think it's good. I hate him. <laughs> Come on. No. All right. I guess we're just gonna have to Look. disagree, agree to, to disagree on this one because we have to move on. Yes. But my question for you is the Supreme Court is about to start what many will say is its most consequential term. It's gonna rule on many things, you know, same-sex marriage, voting rights, gerrymandering, affirmative action. All this stuff. How do you feel? What would you like to see the court rule on? And what would you like to see them not rule on and leave leave be? What are your thoughts? Well, I don't think it should be a political matter. It really is about, as John Roberts said, even if someone disagrees with a ruling, it doesn't undermine the legitimacy oh, I agree of the with court. You. And no, I I'm think just that asking that's you. What's I'm really... asking you based on that. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, the other thing is that uh, as Alito spoke for the majority in the Dobbs case, the Dobbs ruling had no impact on anything else. So gay marriage is actually not the actual institution of gay marriage is not even on the docket. There is a case about whether a graphic designer has to produce uh, you know, a, a gay wedding design. That's not the same thing as gay marriage being on the docket. So I think there's a lot of fear mongering to say these other issues. No, and, I'm not. I, they Carrie, said, no, not, it has nothing to do with it. I'm a simple question. I, I'm, you're, you're not answering me. I'm saying, what would you like to see the court rule on? That, that's all I'm saying. I, I'm not disagreeing with anything that you said, but what would you like to see them rule okay. on? That was my question. Yeah, well, well, I mean, I don't have control over the docket. It's more, how do I what want them to like? rule based on the cases what that are like? on the docket? <laughs> Not what do you control, I what would, would you like? <laughs> well, they, they are having two affirmative action cases that I'm aware of. Mm -hmm. One with a uh, university in North Carolina, I believe, and Harvard University, my alma mater. Uh, and it's about affirmative action. And Chief Justice job, John Roberts has has kind of, I think, tipped his hand into where I think he's going to go on this now that he has other justices who are going to agree with him, uh, that the way that you get rid of racism is not through more racism. And I think that affirmative action will probably be overruled. Uh, and I think that you're, you'll probably see a really great uh, uh, ruling or statement from Clarence Thomas, who's been very vocal about affirmative action and, and the harm that it causes to the intended beneficiaries and also to the institutional credibility. So I think that'll be one that I'm certainly going to be watching for. Um, there's going to be other rulings on questions about uh, 
voting rights um, and whether or not the, uh, you know, I think the Stacey Abrams ruling was very interesting this week. It was yes. by an Obama judge who was an African-American. No, Brian Camp actually said, wrote an editorial in the journal about it. So yeah, he did. Yeah. Yep. It was a great editorial. And it yeah. was just saying, you know, the 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 uh, fear mongering of people like Stacey Abrams. I think we're going to see a lot more of that once we have these Supreme Court rulings. And I think it's it really does. It, it's not about it. Should court ruling should never be about uh, where you come down on a partisan worldview. It really should come down to the Constitution and whether uh, an action or a law is constitutional. And and I think that we're going to see uh, a lot of these uh, challenges in the mold of Stacey Abrams. They're they're just going to be not going to be proven to be legitimate. No, I agree. I mean, look, the, you know, the courts held, as as you know, even though you won't, uh, uh, conf- you know, you won't say the election wasn't stolen, but Trump was zero for sixty two, right? Even and and again, the the Rudy Giuliani's of the world. That's what I love about courts is he can say whatever he wants in public, but once he gets into court and he's under oath, oh, actually, there's really no evidence of fraud. Sorry, Your Honor, we just had to say it. So that was uh, that was the beauty. But I have one question: Do you? Do you support same-sex marriage? Well, again, that's not on the docket. No, I'm, uh, I, I'm just, I I'm just asking you. So I'm not I, a never judge. Asked you before. Yeah. Well, again, no, but I, it's just judges, simple yes or no. A, I'm just asking you. Do you, do you support same-sex marriage? I'm just curious because I've never asked you. Yeah, I, I think uh, when it comes to like our society, like there should be room for people who have all perspectives as far as like religious liberty. If there are churches who don't want to perform gay marriages, they should not be forced to perform gay marriage. That's the mo- the mark of a tolerant society. Yeah, and I, I agree. That, and uh, if you don't want to bake a cake, like if you don't want to bake a cake for a wedding, a, a same sex wedding, you shouldn't have to. But you but you do agree though that putting that aside, that people should be able to love whomever they choose. And marry whomever they choose, right? As long as they don't. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that okay. that's a yeah that that's like a, a secular institution that there should be recognized. I mean, that's that's what America has has you know voted for and said this is what we want. You know, to say there is room for a secular institution of marriage. And yeah, I support society where we can have this. I think an, a tolerant, open society. To me, Good. that is like people actually getting along. You know, and to say. I don't have to agree with this. I don't have to agree with this, but we can, you know, in America, we can have different worldviews. Yes, good. Well, I'm, I'm glad that we can at least end that one with an agreement. So, uh, all right, well, I'm ready, for, for, I'm ready for the second round. All right, so we'll, we just got news that OPEC is going to cut production up to 2 million barrels per day, which is likely gonna cause the oil prices to spike. Uh, And this is in spite of President Biden going over, speaking of kissing rings, to Saudi Arabia, even though during the campaign he promised that he would be (laughs) Mr. Tough against Saudi Arabia. And then he went over there to beg the Saudis and and now they're rejecting him. So my question to you is, is America basically uh, impotent now under Joe Biden on the world stage? No, actually, um, this is a minor thing. I think where the U.S. Is show, has gained incredible credibility on the world stage is the way Biden's handled the whole Ukraine thing. And that's where that's a far more uh, I- important thing. So, uh, no, I think that Biden has reengaged the world. He's uh, assured uh, our allies that he's committed to NATO, which Trump was trying to unravel. He has stood up to uh, again to Putin, and he's rallied the world 
in ways that people haven't thought. So yes, I will. I agree with you. And look, I've said from day one that you can be for doing everything you can to convert to alternative fuels, and you can also be for a strong energy policy. The two go hand in hand, because for the next 15 to 20 years, we're going to be getting 80% of our energy from fossil fuels. Nothing is going to change that. Nothing in the entire world is going to change that. So having energy security, which we have, which is one of the reasons why in past energy crisis, in crisis, the dollar got hammered, right? I remember in 1980, it was $2.50 for a pound. I mean, the dollar was like toilet paper. Now it's 97 cents. The euro is 97 cents. And the reason for that is because we have what economists would call hydrocarbon security, which we did not have during previous energy shocks. But putting that aside, do I think it was a mistake to cancel the Keystone Pipeline? Yes. Do I think it was a mistake not to encourage drilling? Yes. And I think that's definitely hurt us. And I do blame Biden, uh, not entirely, but certainly largely for the increase in gas prices. I think that's something that he has to own. And that's far more consequential than, you know, whether he's kissing MBS's ring, which I think MBS did a terrible thing uh, with the Khashoggi. And, you know, he's, you can say he's despicable, but he's going to be around for 40 years and we're, and we're stuck with them, right? So we might as well uh, learn to live and let live as we do with a lot of tyrants. You, I'll give you the final thoughts. Well, uh, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah, that was a nuanced answer, a nuanced answer, Dave. Uh, we can agree on the fact that, yes, Biden should do more to encourage energy security, energy independence, and, and that's, uh, I think, yeah, would make us far less reliant on what's going to happen uh, with Saudi Arabia. And, I, and yeah. I think it's interesting, the timing of this, it kind of says to me, maybe the Saudis don't want Democrats in office. And that's very interesting to me. Well, but, of course, uh, well, they, we'll no, they, they, they want Donald Trump in office because Donald Trump is a total friend of the Saudis. Remember, Donald Trump is an authoritarian. And I have to say one thing, with the exception of the Middle East, because I give credit where it's due, and he changed the Middle East paradigm. Every single foreign policy situation got worse under Donald Trump. Every single one. So we cannot say, that oh, is, is so this Biden true. taken seriously on the that world stage? So not China true. got worse. That Russia is. got worse. North Korea got worse. The, we, our, our European allies' relationships deteriorated. Uh, border crossings were at a 50-year low when he came into office. He did the worst of all things. He 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 let the back door open more while he cut off the front door. And, and that's one of the reasons why we have such a worker crisis. I mean, I would take these migrants that went to Martha's Vineyard. I would Dave, bring 5,000 of them, so, fill like, all going the empty jobs that we topic. have. Okay? Every such, that's true. Every You're going policy so situation off topic. got worse under Donald Trump. This has nothing to do with Trump. Uh, yeah, it had everything to do with I Trump. I 10,000% disagree. Trump, with his China policy, his, his Russia policy, his immigration policy, they were all, t they're all terrible and we're, we're still paying the price. So we will, we'll, we'll agree I'm to sorry. disagree on I, you, you'll, Yes, minor incursion, Joe Biden encouraged the invasion of Russia uh, yeah. and everything you said is 10,000% wrong about Trump, but that's okay. Okay, well, the facts speak otherwise, but all right, my question for you, speaking of our famous, our favorite man, Mr. Trump, Again, when the Wall Street Journal and the New York Times are singing the same tune, they're probably on to something. I'm sure you're familiar with his latest tirade where he went after Mitch McConnell, which I think is kind of funny because we're 
less than five weeks out from a crucial midterm election. So you think he'd want to support somebody who would be the majority leader. And then he called his wife, uh, what did he call her, Coco Chow, which, of course, is a despicable racial slur. And, of course, the only thing that she did that was so wrong was she resigned after his disgraceful behavior on uh, September 6th, just like he went after Brian Kemp because he had the temerity to certify the election. I love these people are just doing their jobs. But my, 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 my question to you is, given all this, and again, if Trump really cared, wouldn't he be going down and helping Florida? Wouldn't he be, wouldn't he be trying to campaign for the candidates? But he always, he just cares about himself. So are you finally ready to say there's no such thing as rock bottom with Donald Trump and enough is enough and he's not qualified to be the nominee in 24? I don't know what you're talking about as far as not helping the candidates, because I literally get emails from his office almost every day now about the, the campaigning he's doing. So my friend is working with Adam Laxalt's campaign out in, in Nevada. No, no, but, he's right, flying I, out to Nevada. He's going to do a campaign there. He's going to New Mexico. He's going to usual when you when you don't want to answer the question, you divert. I, I don't want to argue about no, the, the specific. No, I, I brought up, you, okay, you brought up yes the topic no. of whether right, or not he's you know helping. What? I mean, that's a that's a minor thing, even if I concede that point. Uh, you know, all the other stuff. Why isn't he down helping people in Florida, his own adopted state? You know, his adopted state. He only cares about himself. My favorite question for you, which you've never been able to answer because there is no answer, is give me one example, one example where Donald Trump put the country before himself. I mean, you've given me all this horse crap about how he cares about the working class and he's doing all this stuff for the country, which we both know is total fertilizer. But, you know, there's not one example where he put the country first. So do you finally admit he's not qualified to be the nominee in 24? No. Uh, and, and the thing is, okay. if, if he were That's to do what you bad. said in Florida, you would say he's trying to make it all about him. You would say no, he's trying to, he's trying to steal it, the shine. It, it, it doesn't me. matter what nice he does. Guy. No, I'm I sorry. Credit. No, I it's not Trump just you. It's the- I give Trump credit for what he's done, by the way. So that's totally unfair. I've given him credit on things like I'm just Operation saying, Warp the Speed. liberal media. I, I give Trump a lot of credit. If he walked on water... If you walked on water, the liberal Please. media would you say see, that this he's is trying what to you destroy do whenever you don't want to answer a question. <laughs> no, I, look, we've already so talked the about this. Even I'm despite s- all this, you would still support Trump in, two, in 24. I'm saying I support who is the nominee of the, of the Republican Party. If it's but, Trump, if all right, it's no, Sanders, but that wasn't what I asked. Else, but then, don't you think that he shouldn't be the nominee now, at least? Wouldn't you rather see someone else? Can you at least say that? I am not going to say that. No, I'm not because I don't think it's true. Because you know so there you was a really interesting op-ed in, in the Wall Street. I, I'm not going to pick a horse in this fight. I am going to pick whoever is the nominee. That is who I will support. But as far as him and why I think people have this durable affection for him in the GOP is that it, you know during the and it was I forget who wrote it, but it was a great Wall Street Journal op-ed, and they said it's sort of like. What uh, Abraham Lincoln with Ulysses S. Grant, people wanted to kick him out, kick out General Grant because he was prickly. And he said he fights. And that's why he kept him. He kept him in and he won. And and I think that's why people love wow. Trump. And, and as a as a, a Latino <laughs> supporter said the other day, you, he is, you, you've had Trump some analogies, a, analogies with stretch. A, that one is really pushing it. Hey, I'm giving credit to someone else. I think it was a great analogy, but uh, I heard this great Latino Grant was actually competent. He said that he, Trump is a 
that Trump is a luchador. This is why uh, we're seeing, and we've talked about this, a 20, port, a 20 point swing toward Republicans in the last 10 years because they like Trump. They like that he's a fighter. They like that he goes to the mat. To him, he's standing up for the border because they did it the right way. They came through and did the system the way, uh, you know, and yes, the system needs reform. I agree. There's a lot of areas in the immigration systems that are messed up. But people who come here legally appreciate someone who is finally willing to defend the system. Well, again, uh, I love when you say defend the system. I think break down the system is, is, is more what happened. But the bottom line is, you know, having someone who's a fighter is one thing, but it just gets to a certain point. And this is the same thing with the candidates, you know, where, where there, there is just no such thing as rock bottom. And yes, I agree. To a certain point, you should pay attention to qualification. To a certain point, you should pay attention to how liberal or conservative someone is. But when you get to a point where it's not just a total lack of competence or experience, but it's a total lack of morality. And someone is going out and saying things that are so incredibly damaging, not just to the party, but to our political system. Then you have to say, okay, uh, enough is enough. And that's not, you know, it's like all these spineless Republicans who won't even criticize the tirade against McConnell. You know, and it just seems like, you know, even you want to join these invertebrates somehow and you won't even say, oh, I, I won't criticize him. He's a fighter. You know, there are a lot of people that are fighters, but he's 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 destroying our system and no one is willing to say that. And no one is willing to even express a concern because everyone is so all they care about is their own hides. And it just is really sad. And it's, it's probably the main reason right now that our politics, our politics have become so ruinous. Look at look at politics before Donald Trump and look at politics now. And that's an irrefutable answer. Unfortunately. I can refute it, but we can leave it there if you want. Okay. <laughs> well, another great session. Always spirited conversation, Carrie, but I so enjoy it because it's always respectful and our affection for each other remains unbound. So that does it, folks, for another episode of Practically Political. Thanks so much for joining us. Yeah.